What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Elevate Experience. The podcast about overcoming struggles and adversity and how that relates to addiction, recovery, and health. I am your host and the CEO of Elevate Addiction Services, Angie Manson. And I'm Dallas Terrell, co-host and life intervention counselor at Elevate. Thank you so much for joining us, and let's jump right in. Uh, very much for being on the show. We we appreciate having you on. Um, you caught my attention. Well, I, you know, I used to watch you on Ink Master, but also knowing that you are clean and sober, and I think you do have a great story that you could share with others and uh, provide provide help and guidance to those that are looking for it. Um, so thank you very much for being on the show. So my big question for you is, uh, you you said that you've never used drugs and alcohol. Why is that, or how is that? Because you don't strike me as the type of individual who uh, goes that path. Yeah, yeah, never judge a book by its cover, right? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, I, I've I've dealt with that my whole life. Uh, you know, cops pull me over for speeding, and they ask if I've had anything to drink, and I tell them never, and then they laugh and. You know, I tell them, no, really, I've, I've never had anything to drink ever. I've never been drunk once. But then it's like when I say that uh, I've never drunk alcohol and I've never been drunk and I've never done drugs, they're like, wow, that's that's crazy. Wow. And I'm like, I think it's even more crazy that we've been taught our whole entire lives that drugs and alcohol will ruin your life, ruin your relationship, ruin your career, ruin everything. But then people still go out and do it on a daily basis. Go to bars every weekend, go get obliterated. Yeah, well, I could totally see that being a reality. Wow. Um, I guess my big question for you is like, what did, what did the straight edge like stuff in high school have to do with kind of like your aversion to like drugs and alcohol? Like did that play a huge role or were you like against drugs and alcohol like from the jump, like from the beginning? Well, I mean, I think, uh, I think I was always into, uh, you know, I was always in the sports and I was always in the skateboarding nice. and, um, I, I think what happened was fourth grade, I started racing BMX bikes, uh, competitively and I was instantly, uh, so, uh um, I didn't have time to, to, to do, you know, drugs and I didn't, I mean, my family didn't have any money we're poor my parents didn't pay for anything every penny i made i was sinking into my bike or into you know racing you know i had to pay for my own you know bikes and i had to pay for my own races and i had to do everything so then um um you know it was just never a thing you know i, I used my brain i would look at the guys that did do that shit and i'm like yeah I smoke those dudes at the at the track every day. So I was saying, you know, I've noticed recently on your journey, you you believe the same way we do, which is, you know, health and fitness is not only the cure, but it's also the prevention to uh, not only addiction, but you know, sickness and all the other things that are happening in the world. So I I like that you're very much into that as part of you know how you do life. Yeah, yeah, I just, uh, uh, I try to, um, you know, I, I, I try not to be a, a t like a Bible banger about it. I try not to preach about it, you know, but, you know, I've got like, right now with this, this whole COVID thing and, and everybody being sick and it's like, man, like, what, like just 
start being healthy, man. Stop eating shitty food and, and start exercising. Oh no, no, no. I'll just, I'll just, you know, everybody's looking for the magic cure and it's like, if the cure is right in front of you, but nobody wants to take that step, I guess. I don't know. I don't have the answers, but that's how I feel. You know, I feel like here's the, here's the cure and, and I have it in my, in my hand, in my possession. And all I got to do is just do work every day and, and I'll be fine. And I don't think people have, have that mindset, you know, hundred percent. Like you said, they don't want to do the work. They want the magic pill that's going to fix it instead of just putting in the work every single day. You know, that being the journey, not a destination. You know, I like the idea too, that you're still kind of like this tattoo, like party live out loud guy. However, you don't use anything to be you like you being you is already enough. And that's like, that's the coolest picture to paint. Cause I think a lot of people struggle with that. They think they need drugs or alcohol to be who they are. And and kind of my big question for you too, clean was like, do, did you always feel like self-assured? Like you just knew who you were and where you wanted to go and what you wanted to be, or did it just kind of fall into your lap? That's kind of a, a tough question to answer, but what do you think about that? Growing up, I was just this rowdy skateboard kid that just, you know, didn't give a shit about anything. And we were always getting in trouble. And, um, and then, you know, I was just, you know, punk rock shows every weekend and, you know, you just, you know, you're fighting and getting into pits and you get rowdy and breaking shit and vandalizing and just doing what normal kids did. But I feel like, uh, you know, it, it did help that the whole straight edge movement was like kind of in my face, you know, cause those were my friends. And I was like, well, you know what? These guys are the best skateboarders in town and uh, they're all straight edge. So yeah, of course, you know, I'm right there with them. I want to hang out with those guys because, you know, they're the best in, in at what they're doing. So it, it kind of, I think it helped, you know, I think it helped that, uh, obviously it's funny because none, none of those guys are still straight edge. You know, as soon as they turned 21, they were like, they were off the rocker and, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, on the wagon. Um, but it, it is, you know, a couple of them, uh, still are, are straight edge to this day. Like one of my good friends that I grew up with, Mark, um, uh, Rotundo, he actually placed top 500 in the, uh, Chicago marathon. And I want to say there was like, what, a hundred thousand people that ran that thing or something like that. Damn. Um, he, he placed, yeah, he placed top, uh, 500, you know, he's always been, uh, you know, a track star like me and him ran track back in high school and, uh, you know, he made state, but yeah, I, I know for a fact that, you know, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't drink, doesn't do any drugs still to this day. So, uh, that's, I don't know. I, I think it's, uh, I, I always say this when people ask me, well, how come you haven't uh, done drugs or drank or anything? I said, well, until you can show me a positive for drinking and doing drugs, well, then, um, then I can't, uh, you know, I, then why would I, you know, you're, you're, you're only like, I only see the negative, you know, I, I don't see any positive. I can't, you know, it messes up your body. It fucks up your lungs, your blood, your kidneys, your liver, you know, um, it's just not uh, not something that I'm I'm into, you know. It reminds me that we have a part in the program where a lot of people come into treatment, and but they're still sort of hanging on to stuff like, okay, maybe I'll give up heroin, but maybe I'll still smoke weed, or maybe I'll give up crack, but I'm still going to drink. And we have them do pros and cons. It's exactly what you're talking about, and to get them to try to list 
pros to continuing that behavior, it kind of puts it right in front of them, pretty black and white, that the cons way outweigh the pros of, of doing drugs and alcohol. It's like hard to come up with them. I mean, they try, they get creative, but you can blow holes in it pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just don't, uh, I don't see, you know, I, I know too many guys that spend too much money on DUIs. I know, it, it just, I know so many people that, uh, you know, they get in these super deep depressions and all they want to do is just sit around and drink. And it's like, you know, I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, man, you know, maybe you just need, maybe you just need a hobby. Maybe you need to be inspired and, and get some, some, some different friends, you know? And I feel like that's probably, you know, a lot of it, you know, maybe your friends are a huge part of, of, you know, none of my friends, like, I'm honestly, none of my friends that I hang out with are, are drunks or drink, you know, I got guys that, you know, I just meet and they want to come over and hang out and work on the cars and instantly they, they show up and they're bringing, you know, booze and beers and stuff. They're like, yeah, I brought a 12 pack. And it's like, all right, cool. Well, yeah, no, you're going to drink all of them. Cause we don't want any. They're like, Oh, nobody drinks. I'm like, nah, dude, we're working on cars, man. We don't, you know, we, we don't sit around and hang out. We, we sit around and, and actually we're, we're, we're productive. You know, I, you know, I have a saying that I tell myself every day. I'm like, you're either in, I wake up and I say, all right, are you going to be an ass today? Or are you going to be an ass that? What, which one are you going to be? And I say that to myself every single day. Are you an ass or an asset? And, and I live by that, you know, cause it's like, you're either being productive and you're making shit happen or you're just sitting around and sucking up the air conditioning. Now, I love how black and white you look at it because I think it is pretty black and white. Like Angie was saying with the pros and the cons, you know, we, people just kind of let their uh, feelings get involved between that black and the white you know, and kind of let that dictate the ship. And I think you said some earlier too, where you were like, you know, I don't get why society and the culture put so much emphasis on drinking and drug use. Like, why is it that it's weird yeah. that you don't, and it's not weird that everyone else does. So I really like, I like the pushback on that because that makes sense to me. That resonates with me a hundred percent. I, I, I love the, confidence that you've always had like for me that's what's standing out is the competitiveness and the confidence and like you you would look at things like you want to be better than everybody else and so the edge was staying sober and you wanted to do better than everyone and so you saw their weakness which was the drinking and the using and you decided not to go that route so that you could be the best. And it's it's amazing. I mean, you got your first shop uh, probably because you were so good at saving money, I'm assuming, at 21 years old. Uh, yeah, I was like, I think I was 20. No, 22. I think I was 22. It was 1999 I opened up Top Notch Tattoos. And that was, uh, that was in Elgin, Illinois. And um, I had worked for somebody else for a long time. And, uh, you know here's this guy who's my boss who's driving around in a brand new Mercedes and you know, he's got a nice house and he's, you know, I mean, I was doing well. I had a, I had a brand new car. I had a my hot rod. I had uh, you know, a Harley at 19 years old, you know? Um, and I was, I was, you know, I was crushing it. But then I'm looking at my boss who was like up every day, you know, just, just rolled his Mercedes um, cause he was up and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, and he's not a very good tattooer, you know, he, he wasn't good at all. So I'm thinking to myself, man, I, I'm like, I'm the golden goose here at this shop. Why is this guy making, 
you know, double the money that I'm, I'm making when I should be making this money. And, um, and that's, and then I opened up my own shop, you know, uh, and in 1999 and, uh, people thought I was crazy. Even my dad, my dad was like, no, 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 you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. You know, I, I would just keep working at, uh, you know, working over there, you know, and I'm like, keep working that little factory job here, little guy. Uh, I'm going to be a big dog. And, uh, so yeah, so I opened up my own, my first shop in 99, I actually sold that shop for 200 grand cash and, uh, in 2008 and, uh, yeah, so it is what it is. Did you complete high school? Oh yeah. I graduated in 96. You seem to have a very smart business acumen. Like you, you are a very smart business guy because you've, you've taken that, you've opened multiple shops. You have, it seems like a lot of businesses. Um, well, no, I'm not very smart. I can barely spell. I've read like maybe two books my whole life. I, um, I, I'm not, I'm not very business savvy at all. I had really smart girlfriends in high school nice. and they did all my homework for me. I, I actually made my girlfriend go to summer school with me cause I couldn't pass history. So I was like, Hey, I'll pay for this. If you, if you go ahead and take summer school with me so then that way you could do my homework for me and take my tests and shit and she did that's so, love bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's uh it, it worked out pretty good I, I barely graduated i i had a lot of shop classes and a lot of I, you know i was in welding and uh you know auto mechanics and building trades and uh you know small engines and machine shop and drafting and all that stuff um, but you know, I, if you, yeah, if you look at my, if, if you look at the classes that I took in high school, I, I basically was taking like a basic everything, like basic math, basic English, basic science, basic everything. Like I was doing like fourth grader shit in high school. My <laughs> buddies used to make fun of me cause they're like, this shit is like whatever. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm just trying to get out of this shit. Yeah, I definitely don't miss those days. <laughs> the, the, just the tripping out about your report card, hoping they don't find it, changing the letters on yeah, there. I mean, Sometimes it's easier just to do the work. <laughs> yeah, F, F makes a good I, B. I, I got really good grades in high school um, because it was all shop classes. You know, I had gym and shop classes. So I, got, I was on the honor roll all the time, but they were basic, basic. I mean, I was doing fractions in high school. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Shit's like basic ass, like basic stuff. I think we did algebra for like a week. And I was like, this is retarded. This is a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, but, I'll never uh, use this. Never yeah, use it it's, uh, yeah. 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 And uh, so, yeah, as far as, uh, as far as business goes, um, I've found that uh, uh, you just do it. Just show up to work and, and work and, and it happens. You know what I mean? P too many people want to sit around and wait for it to happen. But you know, when the, when the money comes in, you count it and, uh, <laughs> you know, don't, don't, don't spend it all and, and you'll be fine. You know, that's, that's my business plan. Don't spend it all. <laughs> and don't spend more than you make. Super simple. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, I mean, I spend a lot of money, but I also, you know, try to, uh, you know, I also grind I also, I'm, I'm nonstop grinding. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the beautiful part is like business is simple, like life is simple and most people just make it so difficult, you know, and I think like I know a bunch of people that would just kill 
to have like that kind of simplistic thinking or just like a a simpler outlook on on life, on business, on drugs and alcohol. So, I mean, that's that's a gift, you know. I'm I I I've been working towards that myself, just being simple and just not making things so damn hard all the time. Complicated. Yeah, I, I yeah, I I I I try to just I just do whatever makes me happy. You know what I mean? Like usually if it makes you happy, well then it's, then it's worth doing. Yeah. You it's know? worth your time. Yeah. So, so sometimes I feel like I do, you know, I might waste a little bit of time getting to the end. Um, you know, like, cause I'll, I'm a perfectionist and sometimes I'm like, I wish I could just half ass this and be done with it. But then I'm like, you know, spending 300 bucks to, to make a hundred, you know, but I'm, but in the end, I'm happier about it. So I guess that's a, a little peace of mind as well, you know? Yeah, it's also good to have a tattoo artist that's a perfectionist. That's like, those, those go hand in hand. Yeah. Were you always good at drawing, or was it something you had to work at to, to get good at? Um, I, would, I, I would say my mom's an artist, and I guess my grandpa is pretty good at, um, at, at drawing as well. Um, I've always been pretty good at art, you know, like whenever there was an art project in school, I would always crush it. You know, whenever there was any kind of, you know, building or anything, anything like that artistic wise, I would, I always crushed it. Um, and then what it, it basically, once I started tattooing, I was like, okay, cool. You know, it, it took me forever to actually consider myself an artist. Like I didn't start calling myself an artist until like maybe a few years ago. Like, oh, wow. I was just like, eh, I guess I'm an artist, you know, just cause I don't know. I, I, I'm just, maybe I'm just too hard on myself. Uh, but yeah, it, it, uh, it took me a long time to actually consider myself an artist. Uh, where now I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess I make my money doing art. So I guess I'm a fucking artist. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and you're very good at it, for you're sure. Full-fledged artist, bro. You're for sure an artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm now I accept it. Now I'm like, people are like, "Oh, what are you gonna do?" And I'm like, I don't know. I'm a fucking artist, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. So where so, did the name Clean Rock One come from? Well, that, that was graffiti. I did graffiti for a long time. I was a gra- I was a graffiti artist. And yeah, uh, artist. I uh, I used to I. Used I used to write clean and then uh, obviously one, most graffiti writers, they always put one after the third, their nickname uh-huh. stating that, you know, they're the one, they're the originator. And then the rock, I just kind of threw in there as a little flair to just be a little different. And uh, cause I used to do the, like, I'd, I'd go walk down the side of a bus and I would just like, I would write like clean, catch me if you can. I'd write these little poems, sentences kind of things, you know? Gotcha. And then I would shorten it up and then I'd put the clean rock motherfucking one, uh, you know, and I would just, I would just, I would just write this weird little things, you know, just to, just to vandalize really. Cool. So, uh, as we're wrapping up now, clean, I, I just have a question. Do you have any advice for people, um, in the recovery world about how you stay so resolute in your recovery or t- uh, tricks or tips or anything to help? Uh, don't do drugs. Um, <laughs> um, man, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. I mean, I mean, I guess set goals, 
You know, like I, I like to set goals. If I don't set goals, I usually don't accomplish anything. You know, like I'm real good under pressure. So if I'm like, okay, I have to have this shit done in three to five days or a week or whatever, I have to set goals. So then that way I can, I can, I can push for it. And if I don't set goals, well, then I never get anything done. So I feel like that's a, a good thing to, to do in life in general, just to set goals and just, you know, make it, you know, a priority. Um, but you can't get nothing done if you're all fucked up on drugs, right? <laughs> right. That's great advice. Um, no, that's badass, dude. I appreciate you saying that. I like, you know, set goals, don't do drugs, do better, you know, <laughs> just do better. Yeah. Strive for more, you know, yeah, stay I mean, ahead why of the not game, to, stay ahead of the like, competition. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not try to do better than the next guy? You know what I mean? If you see, a, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Just, you know, I mean, people might say, oh, that's your, your arrogance and whatever. I mean, I don't care. You know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm doing me. So take it how you will, you know, no. I'm just trying to do, do what I know how to do, you know? I think there's a fine line. I don't, I don't find you arrogant at all. I think you have confidence and I think that can spook people, but I love it. And I will testify. You are amazing. I reached out to you and asked you to be on the show and you right away were like, sure, how can I help? And if it can help someone else, why not? So I think you're an amazing guy. And, uh, you know, with the rough exterior and all, you're really a, a good person and I appreciate you. And, uh, I love your confidence. I think it's awesome. You have lots and lots of good tidbits in this podcast that I think people can take away and use in recovery or sobriety or just in life in general. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, uh, just get some hobbies that are going to just make you happy. I, I feel like that's a huge thing. People just need good hobbies. You know, like I feel like, uh, if you've got a, a good hobby that really makes you happy and that you want to do it all the time and you want to be great at it, that's that right there is just going to occupy you and keep you busy. Yeah, I think uh, the health is the number one thing. I think it's what, you know, the people who successfully got through the pandemic, they found ways to work out. And the people that really struggled are the ones that sort of locked themselves in and, and didn't. And, uh, you know, I think exercise is just key to happiness and well-being for sure. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Dude, there we go. Well, hey, Clean, if people wanted to reach out to you for, uh, you know, Instagram or see your tattoos or maybe they wanted to get a tattoo from you, how would they go about that? Is that even something I should offer? What do you, what do you think? I just, uh, I, I'm i not really tattooing much right now. I still have to figure out how I'm going to tattoo because my machine's burnt up in the fire. Oh, shit. Um, I'm, I'm, basic, I'm basically, uh, I'm, I'm in Kiwani working on this school, and I'm building the school, so that's occupying a lot of my time. Um, and then until I can get the, um, until I can get the school a little further along, then I'm, I'm going to pretty much be, um, I, I might, I might stop here to take a little break to do some tattooing once I can figure out how and where I'm going to tattoo, but I'll post it on my Instagram. Gotcha. So just, if you're on my Instagram, stay tuned on Instagram. That's the best way to reach me. That's the best way to get a hold of me. That's the, the best way for, for everything. Just stay on Instagram and I'll make it work, you know? Dude, there we go. Well, I'll make sure to put Instagram. all that on our little show notes so they know where to find you. And uh, yeah, kind of yeah, like the Hanks. only the only the only social media that I use. I don't answer Facebook. I don't go on Facebook. I don't do Twitter anymore. 
Just there go, you go. On, <laughs> yeah. go on Instagram and, and that's it. Tried and true, man. Instagram. Well, Clean, thanks for your time, man. It's been awesome talking to you. We really appreciate it, man. For sure. Thank you. Yeah, this was a, a great conversation, and I feel like it was. I, I felt like I was talking to an old friend, so I really appreciate you uh, spending your time and your day with us. And, and uh, hope oh, you no have, problem. Yeah, have a great day. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go move some bricks now. I'll have some fun with it. All right, guys, that's our show for today. We hope you found some value from listening. And if you did, please share with someone you know or love. You can find us on social media. We are at Elevate Addiction Services. And if you or a loved one are struggling with addiction, please call our toll-free confidential 24-hour helpline at 833-33-SOBER or visit our website at elevaterehab.org.